Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's the Brutally Honest Podcast, and I'm your host, Chris. This is Season 5, Episode 3. See, I told y'all I was going to keep doing that every time we had an episode on the season. I'm trying to make this the magical season. Uh, probably not magic, but you get what I'm saying. Oh, you hear the voice. You hear the voice in the background. You know who that is. That is Shavante, and that is our guest for the day. Hello. I tell y'all, I be, I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to do an episode by myself. You're not. You don't think so? Mm-mm. That's crazy. Yeah, you're right, because that's slightly psychotic. But I ain't knocking nobody out there that can do it. It's a different <laughs> level. But today, with my lovely woman... Best friend and side piece, yep. <laughs> boo oh, thing, yep. <laughs> all in one. See, that's how you got to get silly with your partner. But today we're talking about untraditional dating. Um, and of course, I had to bring my partner on for this because our <laughs> situation of dating comes from an untraditional setup, you know. So before I hop into that, I'm going to just kind of give listen to something the traditional way of dating in my eyes is for a man to you know approach a female shoot his shot as the young people say and hop in the inbox you know pretty much court the woman and approach them and try to get their attention and all those good things Mm -hmm. just like animals do it's the same setup male animals you know approach Mm -hmm. the female so in an untraditional way um it would be reversed so I kind of want you to just kind of just hop head first into it, however way you want to put it. But talk about the way that you approached our situation. Well, um, <laughs> I was scoping out, basically scoping, scrolling, and being nosy, just to kind of peep. I mean, I had you on my social media, so I kind of would see you from time to time when you post something or tweet something or whatever. Um, and then the forbidden ground of Twitter for me because I ain't like nobody on there. <laughs> yeah, I was on Twitter. Yeah, that was the forbidden ground. That was for me and my homeboy. Talk our crap secretly. Posting crazy stuff too. But, um, yeah. This one particular day, he posted something as far as not having a home cooked meal. This make me sound. Cool. I'm home. <laughs> I just let me put it the right way. I said in my tweet, and I quote: "He was hungry. I was hungry, but I said I haven't had a home cooked meal in a long time. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just like." You know, I can go buy food and buy some salsa, but I want a home cooked meal. Right. Different vibe. That's what so, I just said. Nah, you made it sound like I was. was po. <laughs> I was like, this <laughs> Anyways, I I thought I commented, but I guess I inboxed you, and I was like, I got you. Right. Yeah, you, that's all I went. In a, in a so sense, I said, I'll cook for you. Yeah, you said you'll cook a home cooked meal for you. Yeah. And it took me like an hour to respond, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I looked at it and I hit my homeboy. I that said, hey, man. Like, yeah. Hey, I don't know how to respond to this. It was like, you said you wasn't home cooked meal. See? That don't help. I don't know this woman. Well, well she's going to cook for you. You said, just don't get no spaghetti. I said, I told you about that. All right. <laughs> anyway. How long it took you to get that meal? I still ain't got it. <laughs> anyway, here we are. What, two years later? Almost three. Yeah, almost three. So, 
you know, but, um, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I'm just put it out there for y'all listening. We'd have had like three technical difficulties trying to record. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, what was your thoughts? Like if you had to, I won't say compare, but if you had to think about maybe some of your past relationships and, you know, their approach to you compared to now, what are some of the benefits that you think you've gotten or maybe not any benefits from you, quote unquote, shooting your shot. Um, I could, I could say this honestly. Like with me shooting my shot, this has been the most successful relationship. Mm. Um, the ones that I just feel like when men approach the woman, things kind of go a little bit faster. Mm. Like I end up sleeping with each other quicker, and I don't know. Like don't that's know, just my no, take on it. I won't say that's the case. I think it just depends on the person because um, it, will, it does depend on the person. It yeah. does because you could go and shoot your shot at somebody and they could have an interest in you and mm-hmm. it could be a vibe where y'all don't even touch each other. Y'all just kicking it. Kicking it, yeah. Or it could be a situation where you shoot your shot and they just in it for the you know for the fun times. Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep it like that. Well, with me shooting my shot though, um, of course I had intentions on dating you, but when we actually met, it kind of put a di- it put things into a different perspective. Like as far as I kind of dialed back on the relationship part and just truly wanted to get to know you and learn you and you know just be your friend. Like I felt like that was much more. We've, I feel like the friendship has a big impact on the relationship in general. Absolutely. So, even like with the things that we had to deal with, mm-hmm. I think that friendship kind of like... It sustained it. Yeah. So, my thing is about friendship and what I've kind of always longed for in a relationship with somebody is to not only have that separation from you're my spouse, girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever, um, and you're my friend. Like, I've always wanted to build off the foundation of friendship mm-hmm. because, like, I read something not too long ago that said pretty much people dog out their relationship with their partner before they dog out their friend. Mm-hmm. And that's just because people cherish their friendships. Mm-hmm. So if I cherish my friendship to that level, then I can cherish my spouse to that level. But I have to look at her as a friend as well. Right. It has to be more than, oh, lovey, lovey, mm, all that mm-hmm. moochy stuff and honeymoon stuff. That's what I call the honeymoon, honeymoon phase. phase. Yeah. It has to be real stuff. So I have to be comfortable enough to let all my guards down with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way I do that is if I'm your friend. Okay. Pretty much best friend. Right. Um, but that doesn't take anything away from my actual friends that are just friends. Mm-hmm. It just shows the the way that I carry myself in this relationship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think friendship is very important in a relationship. And I will say this, the untraditional approach, and it's not me saying, like, yeah, I want girls shooting their shot. Um, because I don't mind shooting my shot. I'm just a shy guy. I'm honest about it. I just don't really be on that. Um, when you shooting your shot, it shows that how much interest you really truly have because for a woman to do that, she knows she won't. Mm-hmm. Because most women, they'll like your stuff, you know, heart it, you know, 
play the little stupid little games right. back and forth. But if a woman come out and say in so many ways, hey, I want you, what's up? <laughs> that could be taken two different ways. Either I'm looking at you like you you got some testosterone in your system. <laughs> or I could look at it like, oh, what's happening? Right. But it also, you know, depends on my interest level in you as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you shot your shot, it's just what you said. It was just like, what? <laughs> you know? Cook for me, man. Well, that was my moment. I like it. It was different. That's my time to shine. It was different. Um, but after I got past that, we it was very cool. And I liked the way that things were going. And I liked the way that we vibe. We just caught a vibe and just let things happen naturally. It wasn't no intent. Well, at least on mine, I ain't had no intention. I was just see what this girl got going on. Testing out and whatnot. Yeah, still, but out there listening, I ain't get my home cooked meal for a long time. Just it it didn't take there. that long. Yeah, it took more than first three interactions. <laughs> it's okay. Now I look at it. Yeah, I'm sitting here on this podcast. Thriving. <laughs> but yeah, um, the untraditional approach, it. I want to dig a little bit deeper into it because there's so many different things and I'm sure you've seen different approaches from women or even men to women or men to men. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's they business. But I think that just because you're like you mentioned earlier about being a gentleman, what does it take to be a gentleman? Gentleman doesn't mean that you have to check off all boxes. You can be a gentleman in so many ways. Like if you're the guy that likes to open doors and pull seats out. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Or you could be the guy, like I said, that'll come to your front door and knock and come court you from your door to the car. That's cool. Or you could be the gentleman that sit there and actively listens to the conversation that's happening. That's a gentleman. You know, there's so many... Yes, it is. Cause I didn't say it wasn't. Your face says something <laughs> else. But there's so many ways of being a, a quote-unquote gentleman um, and courting a woman properly. It just depends on who you are and what she likes. Like some women like to be taken on dates and have flowers ready for them every time. Mm -hmm. But that might not work for everybody. So you have to learn the person that you're dealing with. I agree. So that's a part of the courting process or the gentleman process or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just... (laughs) There's a lot that goes with it and... I don't know. I don't want to say too much because, you know, this is the first part, but... Let me ask you. hmm When... Okay, so, disclaimer, this was my first time ever shooting my shot at somebody. Disclaimer. Your... It's not my first time somebody shooting a shot at me. Of though. course. No, that we was... Know that. Wow, what's supposed to be taken like that? But, all right. Uh, we, everybody know Chris. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> it's K-Dot. Anyway, how did how did that make you feel? Like I'm gonna be honest, if you was ugly, <laughs> it wouldn't make me feel like nothing. Well I'm glad I'm not. You're not a beautiful woman, inside and out. Your soul is gorgeous. Aww. Your skin is gorgeous. You know, I'm putting you out though. You do great work too on people's nails. But nah, um it's beauty is more than that skin thing. I was just being funny, but if you shot your shot and I just wasn't honestly in the headspace for it, I would have ignored you. Okay. And I'm sure you've done it as a woman too. Y'all do that all the time. I think to some extent you 
But I had to have an interest already for me to accept even no, going that I, far. No, I agree. Right. So I've already peaked who you are. Okay. Well, we're talking about our relationship, are we not? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just. With, I just wanted to that approach. Yeah, yeah, with that approach, it was. It was uncomfortable because of what you said, but once I talked to another person about it, it was just like, eh, Chris, chill out, man. You know, it was silly, but she trying to get your attention. Uptight ass. It's not uptight, but you remember the thing on Facebook where you used to give people high fives, a wave or something wave. like that. Yeah, you would wave to get their attention. Right. Yeah, it was just like that. Like, hey, I hello. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It, it was it was cool. I thought it was cute. I thought it was okay. cute. I it just ain't, I ain't want no spaghetti. Okay. I'm glad I didn't make it. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. How you just going to take us out the break like that? I just felt like it was time. Well, go ahead. You already did. I don't know how to do it. Go ahead. Try it. Uh-uh. This is the Brule on the Spot okay? mm-hmm. Say it. We're on the RWR Live 365 app. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Shavante. And we'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's Brilliant on this podcast, and I'm your host, Chris, and we have Shivante here. Hello. And today, this week, well, one, let me stop, season five, episode three. Mm-hmm. We'll call this Lover's Lane. I'm just no. I don't know. I don't like it. Untraditional dating. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, today, like I just said, we're talking about untraditional dating, and on the first part, we kind of talked about our... <laughs> love story of how we got to the point where we are and on the last part I kind of wanted to dig a little bit deeper into untraditional forms of dating of course one untraditional way is simply a woman shooting a shot at a man mm-hmm. point blank period now let me ask you this if it was an in person thing see we you shot your shot through social media which is which is fine excuse me if you would have seen me in person mm-hmm. Would you have would you have had the same energy? With liquid courage, yes. Wow. Absolutely. So if you saw me just out and about and you had a little liquid courage in your system, you would say something. Mm-hmm. How would your approach be? I can't even <laughs> tell you. Uh, <laughs> well that like, the, the Well, reason... I probably I talk with my eyes and my dimples. So Oh, you use that as the pull them in. All right. Pull them in. <laughs> a little bit mm-hmm. occasionally um so you know body language things like that that all you know now if, if I'm really feeling it then yeah I might say you know hey how are you you know but you already know I'm like the cool homegirl person in person mm-hmm. so it probably wouldn't have gone as far as it did yeah probably been like oh that's what's up and you know I'm sarcastic, so I'm just like, just weird. and then you probably wouldn't be yourself at first. Probably won't. In person, I'm more personable than I am over social media. Oh. oh. I like people walk up on me while I'm in person. Oh, okay, so you would have ate to you. it right on up. I would talk to you. Oh, okay. Because then I get, you know why? If you would approach me in person, because I get the full picture of who you are. Mm-hmm. I can see you in a vulnerable moment trying to shoot your shot at me. And I also get to see what you look like. Because okay. people can hide behind computers. And, and I didn't. 
I didn't say you did. Oh, I'm just I was saying just in general. But um, <laughs> people hide behind computers and you don't know what package you're getting. Can we just talk about something real quick? Go ahead. Me coming into your inbox, that was not your first time seeing me. No. Okay, so talk about that. What you mean? How far back does that go? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know where you came from. It's, listen, let me tell y'all something, man. This young lady has been on my Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. And Twitter was forbidden area. That that's let's start with that. Nobody you keep was, saying that. because I purposely made my Twitter to make sure that only one person knew it. Well, probably two. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Yeah. And they would know who I'm talking about, who I'm fussing about yeah. on now. And they're like, here you go. But nobody else would know, and I would just she feel comfortable. It's like a notepad. Ooh, and then here you go, and I'm just trying to figure out, one, did I post my at name somewhere? Two, why are you on here? <laughs> Who are you? So, but yeah, I had noticed you. Honestly, I noticed you years ago, and it would just come in like little phases. Every time I would see you, you was with somebody. So it's just like, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Then it just you. First of all, it wasn't that many times. It was, so don't do that. The times that I would see you would be somebody else. Oh, okay. I didn't say it was a bunch of people. Oh, okay. Well, just yeah. like you tried to make me homeless earlier. Well, <laughs> I need a meal. <laughs> nah, but I would see right. you and I'd just be like, okay, cool. And I'll just be like, but like I told you, I'm not the type to shoot my shot in anybody's inbox. And that has nothing to do with being cocky or whatever. I'm just shy. I also don't like to be... I feel like that's BS. How? I don't know. I don't like to be denied. You're afraid of denial. I'm not afraid of it. I just don't like it. There's two differences. I will do it if I have to and just deal with it. But if I don't have to, I'm not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time, let's think about Jackson specifically. Most of the time, you will see this person eventually. Eventually, you will see them. Who knows? I probably saw you somewhere and looked right at you. You probably didn't even know it. This is Jackson. Mm-hmm. Big, small city. But, yeah, I, I noticed you. I saw you and I peeped. But I also respect when people are in relationships and I leave them alone. Oh, okay. All right, moving on. What does that mean? I forgot what we was talking about originally. Wow. No, I did. We were talking about untraditional ways of dating. No, I got that before uh-huh. I brought up the fact that you noticed me a long time ago. I well, apparently you, you noticed me a long time ago too, so what does that mean? You made it seem like it was a one-way street. Hmm. Okay. No, I didn't. I said I knew about you. I just to put that out there. Okay. Oh, you're on the world. Thank you. Sucker. Yeah. Sucker, man. Thirst bucket. Listen, you can be a thirst bucket for me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Tell me how you feel. See, ladies, listen. All right. Nah, fellas out there, listen. This is how they get you. They get you, then they just, all right, he here, child. I'll pull him out, dust him off a little bit. He'll be all right. Clean him up. That's how you feel? But you real handsome and cute before they get you. Then they get you. You're still handsome and cute. Don't touch me. All right. But yeah, so back to the original Mm -hmm. topic because we just all over the place today. Of course. It's a free fall, y'all. Always. I don't. Every time I'm on here. That's not true. We have some great topics. But yeah, untraditional ways of dating. 
women shooting their shot. Also, women courting men. Mm-hmm. Mm, let's get into that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about a woman taking a man out on a date? First date. I ain't talking about after they've been dating for a while. How do you feel about a woman offering to take a man out on a date for the first date? And cool. have you experienced something like Have you done something like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tell your story. I don't think there's a story to elaborate on. Well, but... I, like what? I guess not necessarily. You ain't got to say no names. I don't care. I mean, but, I don't care either. But what? How did it get to the point where you're just like, I want to take you out on a date as the first date? As the first date. Okay, so being that you're the first person I shot my shot at, mm-hmm. of course they shot their shot at me. Right. Moving forward, like we met up on the initial meetup, mm-hmm. you know, and then, but we didn't go anywhere that day. So got home, was texting. I said, well, "What you doing Friday?" You know, and it kind of just went from there. So I asked them out. Did you pay? Of course. If I'm gonna ask you out, then yeah. You know, most women don't think that way. A lot. Well, I won't even compare it to younger generation. Just in general, a lot of women don't think. Like, let's say you say, "Hey, you want to go out Friday?" Sure, we go hang out, but you expect me to pay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women who think that way. It's just like you do realize you asked me to go out. Yeah. Yeah, I was home chilling. <laughs> could stay home. I could stay <laughs> home and save my little coin, but. That's interesting because I've never heard anybody say they... And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Hence, like... Shooting your shot. <laughs> yeah, that was just the next level for me, though. Like. Oh, so you've never done that? No! Oh! I just said that. Oh, this is a legal first. Alright. Alright, nah. Nah, but... Um, I've never... I'm kind of one of those guys. I am a traditionalist with that. I'm not comfortable with a woman taking me out. I've gotten comfortable with it because I'm in a long-term relationship, and you just some days just like, I got you, just just chill out. I got it. Right, because like pulling teeth. Oh, but that's just part of who I am. I kind of was raised that way to be a just a man's man. I like I to say that a that, lot. But there's nothing wrong with your woman, you know, taking care of you from time to time, like. But see. One thing that I want, you know, people to kind of pick up from this is that it shouldn't be a forced ass on either side. So it should always be a thing of you want to do for your partner. You shouldn't want to always be like, oh, take care of me, take care of me, take care of me. And I'm not bashing anybody specifically. Every situation is different. But when one thing that I've always wanted from a partner in any relationship is that it's an equal side Mm -hmm. and not just the word saying it. Where it's literally, we share the responsibility of making this relationship work on all aspects. It's not on one person. It's not on one person. I'm thinking a lot of scenarios, you know, people talk about, oh, you work so hard to get me, but you don't work so hard to keep me. Well, you act as if you don't want to be killed. (laughs) You too, man. Exactly. (laughs) And that's the part I kind of battle because I've had women like that in the past. And it's just like, you don't realize that you want me to work hard every day to please you, whatever, make you happy, mm-hmm. but you're not making me happy in the end. But you'll say things like, you know, oh, it's happy wife, happy life. No, that's not true. Happy spouse, happy house. There you go. I like that one. Good, good flip. But yeah, um, 
it's what really centered around that thing. But the untraditional dating and the traditional, it really just comes down to like almost like a reverse thing, like back and forth. Like, what? Okay, let me ask you this before we go to break. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you think are just off limits that you would just not do? And that might be just a kind of open question because you've done some things that most women ain't gonna do. But it is becoming more common for women to shoot their shot now. I'm seeing it. Yeah. Women definitely be shooting their shot now. So that's not untraditional anymore. Off limits as far as like... Things that you just wouldn't see yourself. Like proposing to a man. Is that off yeah, limits? Yeah, that is absolutely off okay. limits. That's probably the only thing. Really? Yeah. So you're willing to try the other things leading up to it. Just the proposing to a man you just can't I'm go for. I'm not doing that. Why? Now we got to go back to traditional, then that's just what we'll have to do. So you think that's just one thing that you just can't settle for? Yeah. No, I'm, I can't do that. I get it. <laughs> I get it. And I purposely would not feel comfortable with a woman proposing to me because, to be honest, now I'm your female dog. You know what and the thing, right? Talking. And the thing is, like men, that's okay with that. It's just like yeah, female dog. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But we're gonna take to a quick little break. Um, y'all stick with us. This is the Brewgrounds Podcast. I'm your host Chris. I'm Shavante. And we're on the RWR Live 365 app. Be right back with y'all. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Season 5, Episode 3. It's the Brooklyn Honest Podcast, and I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Shavante. And today we're talking about some of the non-traditional ways of date, and we kind of just pretty much told our story and how we have so many non-traditional ways, and kind of went to the extent of talking about some of the things that you will not go for completely, like a man, you know, a woman proposing to a man. man. I think we kind of yeah. agree on that one. And a few other things, but I want to kind of get into a little bit something different. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading something about the different stages of dating, and I want to kind of ask you some questions about that. Okay. So with the the honeymoon phase of dating, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you notice? What is what are some of the things that are flooded in your thought process about a person in that honeymoon phase? What are some of the things that you think are flooded? And what I mean by flooded is like you don't <laughs> see it until things settle. Mm. Does that make sense? I need to explain a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, so you know what the honeymoon phase is? Yeah. Right? That that blurred image of ooh butterfly, good You're times, love. When it's when it's flooded, what it? When your imagery of a person is flooded, okay. At that point, the honeymoon phase. What do you think? Some of the things that you don't notice about a person early right away on, that red you flags. notice, right? The red flags that you'll notice when y'all are actually settling y'all past that phase. Anger issues. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I mean, I got a book for this one. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh. Anger issues. Um. Not knowing how to be alone. Mm, that's a big one. Yeah, that is a big one. Um, let's see, anger issues, not knowing how to be alone. 
Um, I'm going to throw one in there. Stability. Stability. I was about to say financials. Yeah, that's um, all of them. Yeah, that falls all under the, under emotional, financial, emotional, physical. absolutely, just unstable, <laughs> in all aspects. Um, yeah. Those are some of the major red flags for you. That's a major one. Um, I'd have to say because so when I say anger. That's not just towards you. It's how they treat other people. How they handle situations. How they handle situations. Um, Unstable, like we said, emotional, financial, all of that. Yes. You know what I I noticed? Um, I noticed that what people don't realize is, like, let's talk about physical interaction. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Um... A lot of people don't realize that directly correlates with how you treat that person in general. Absolutely. Like, you can't be a butthead mm-hmm. um, and expect for them to give up the goods. To be in tune, right. Or they may give up the goods, but it may not be the same way that it would if y'all are literally on that, you know, equal mm-hmm. playing field. No, I agree. I can attest to that, like, to be honest, like... I, I don't, I'm sure this is most women, but I know for me, if I'm not mentally connected with you, I'm not physically connected. Um, Do you think you've ever kind of went through, and we ain't just stuck on physical, but it's just, it is what it is. Do you think you ever kind of just went through the motions um, of the physical interaction just to please them and you really just be, all right? I did, um... I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially if I'm not feeling it, I'll still just, you know, whatever. But it would it did me a disservice, you know, like I, at the end of the day. But I think that was a that was a really big thing for me. Like, and it's just me speaking on my past. Just you could do like one little wrong thing and I'm not going to throw you off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. I guess with me, some of those red flags is really learning the person um, through their seasons. Yeah. And what I mean by that is learning somebody through all four seasons, where it's good times, bad times, rough times, emotional times, and seeing how they not only deal with those situations themselves but how they treat you in the midst of those Mm -hmm. because and I've been guilty of this too but I control mine a little bit better the older I get which is natural um going through certain situations and being a strong-willed strong-minded man there's a lot of times that I'm not going to communicate that with you that I have issues going on Mm -hmm. um but I may say I'm fine, but my actions and the way that I carry myself totally will show a different way. And that's one thing that you can't really control. Right. Your, your body's going to tell the true story with everything that's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of goes with the partner as well. You just, I, I guess the more I realize things and the more I kind of get in tune with things, I'm a very... I don't say spiritual, but I am spiritual, but I'm very, I get in tune with people. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I'll heavily invest myself into you so much that I can get to the point where I'll lose myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that mindset, 
I will get to a point where I'm in tune with you, and then once you break me, I'll never be that person again. So then you get a person that has a whole different vibe or whatever, and then you don't know really truly what you're getting yourself into, but you're scared. So that's why I said that whole friendship thing kind of kicks in, because Mm -hmm. once you truly learn about each other um, on that level, and you can build off of that, Mm -hmm. then those those setbacks and stuff that you usually would have with a person, you won't be able to have them because y'all have now learned each other not only through all season, but y'all also have a building block of something that you can say no matter what we will never, we will never go back to that. break this mm-hmm. this bond that we've built because right. this is the foundation of our relationship mm-hmm. and as long as you, I feel like as long as you have that you know, in place there's not much that can break you. Now, if you cheat, you know, do all of that, then it is what it is. Right. But from the most part, just kicking it and going through day-to-day life ain't... There's nothing that should be able to break it, and people shouldn't be able to break it. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like we've gotten to that point, and I said we weren't going to talk about us, but we had to kind of go through a lot. <laughs> we had to go through a lot to get to it, but it, it worked out. Dun, dun, dun. For the best. What you want to talk about it? I'm good. I'm oh, chilling. Okay. I mean, I don't care. I gotta sit this one out. Okay, champ. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like a lot of things that happened was really a true testament to see if this was even worth it. I agree. Which is wild when you say it, but once you're past, you kind of realize it makes sense. On the other side, it's just like okay. I get. And it. once I reached that moment, I knew I had matured. Mm. Because. Your talk. Back in my day. Talk, talk your talk, sister. <sighs> it's been a journey. Talk about it. Talk about your your discipline and your maturity level that you had to get to. You know, even to get to this point in your relationship. Even to get to this type of relationship. Because I ain't no easy going fella. You know what I'm saying? I'm a handful and a half. Two handfuls. Until I calm down. Because oh. Matt Daddy Jones was child just out right <laughs> yeah, that dog yeah. I, I'm yeah. not gonna go into specifics you don't but have to. I mean hey they know who they are but um I definitely had to get to a point where uh okay so there was a time you know back in the day where I was heavily blocking people heavily and I, hello, I'm referring to you. Okay, <laughs> no, but um, I got hurt. And I, again, I know a few episodes back, I, I was talking about how I easily cut people off. And I had reached a point where I just cold turkey cut them off. Until his birthday. <laughs> his birthday, I unblocked him, shot him a happy birthday text, and that was that. Oh, she wanted me back. That's all it wasn't even about that. Like, ultimately, here we go with the friend stuff. I still wanted to be cool, but it was just, oh, but we have to talk. We do have to talk. We, we have, have to-, to talk. I was just telling you, happy birthday. Have a great day. Enjoy your day. Many, many, many blessings and all that. Here's the thing, though. Here, here's my look on it. You didn't have to do that. 
I didn't have to. And because you did it, it showed that you still had interest in something between us. But we ain't got to dwell on that. You know, we do, because you, <laughs> I don't want it to be a thing of, yeah, Christmas stuff, blah, 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 whatever. But no, the truth is that you still had. I mean, the you, love was there. You had unfinished business. That's what you call it? Unfinished business. Oh, okay. Ain't that a book? It is a book. Best man? Okay. Sorry. But, um, yeah, I had reached that moment where I was just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm good. I'll always be good. I blocked him. Probably a week later was your birthday. I unblocked him, told him happy birthday. Um, and then of course it was we got to talk. So long story short, we ended up linking up. And I mean, I heard him out, but it was just like I was just torn between because he know he know how to talk, he know how to say some words. I will say that. But anybody can say words. It was just like I had I had to I had to know that he would live up to what he's saying. Or I had to see what he saw in our union mm-hmm. or relationship, whatever it was at the time. So, um, I think I just ended up putting my stuff aside and I just said, okay. Of course, when I said, okay, it was out of love, but the hurt was still there. I didn't trust you. Um, so moving past that, of course, there were other incidents or whatever, but getting past all of that, I finally had to be like, Chuck, what, 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 <laughs> what are we doing? Me, me, that's me to me. Like, are you going to get past it? Are you, cause if you always going to have questions or if you always going to have jokes about it, or if you always gonna, you know, because I am a joker, but I joke out of hurt. I think most comedians do. But wait, you're a comedian. I am a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> no, but um, I just had to get to a point where it was just like, if you're gonna be in this, and if you want this relationship to be successful, at some point you're gonna have to start working on that trust and whatever you feel whatever you feel like you have to go look for it'll come to you if it's you know something so you don't have to look for it anymore um I ended up finding out the truth about a lot of stuff when I did look for it but I think one again once I got past all of that I was just like okay well I had to be honest with myself and I had to be honest with him because I was absolutely 100% ready to walk away. Um, yeah. That ain't no secret. Go ahead. <laughs> you looking crazy. I'm listening just like they are. No, but I'm serious. Like, and I, there, there's no doubt about it. I was 100% okay with walking away. You're also 100% okay with trying to figure out where the next step in this relationship. Obviously. However, 
that's where the, the trust had to come into play. And I had to know that you was done with your BS. I was going through something. Chop. <laughs> I was going through a lot. Nah, that's serious. I was going through a transition, man. I was actually trying to figure out which way I wanted to go, man. I was getting out of my whole phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to let these hoes go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But... I mean, it's real. That's a real conversation. I'm sure there's people out there just like it, but we got we gotta take it to a quick. Break. Oh, I bet we do. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't embarrassed about it no more. So good, but yeah, good folks. Uh, we're gonna take it to a quick break. It's Brilliant's podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm Shavante, and we'll be right back with y'all. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's the Brother Downs Podcast, and this is episode three of season five. I said that, wrong. Absolutely, but we got you. You, you got what I was going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah right. You can hear a voice, so it's Joe's <laughs> Chris. And we got... Yeah, he's sick of me. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I don't she care. Done, she done tried to call me out in the last part. Child, you want to be real today. I'm so the evil demon, are. but it's all good. It's because she ain't going to say her name. Hey, y'all. Um, and today we're talking about untraditional dating, but we have definitely dug Life. into a, a therapy session here. And it's okay, because, you know, here on Brutally Honest, talk your talk, you know? Therapy, I'm here for it. You know? But, and I, I've always said this, I think people need to hear certain stories and hear certain testaments of relationships, and not just boyfriend, girlfriend, but friendships, family issues. People need to hear these things because how life works, everything comes in a cycle. Mm-hmm. The situations that I may be dealing with, you may be dealing with in a different way, and so forth. And yeah. the words that you put out there that people can hear, um, may be able to help them through some of the situation. It might be somebody out there going through the same cycle of emotions with their partner, maybe female or male, and they may be in kind of a crossfire of, do I want to keep this? Is it worth it? Is he going to hurt me again? Is she going to hurt me again? You know, and am I the fool to stay? You know what I'm saying? But this is also a testament on the positive side that, we have to get back to a traditional way of dating in a sense. Mm-hmm. Here's what I mean. Traditionally speaking, and some people have their if and ands about this, mm-hmm. this statement I'm going to make. But dating back in the day, I won't necessarily say they dated for love. They dated for compassion and not compassion, companionship. Mm-hmm. And with companionship, they learned to love each other over time. Over time. But yeah. one thing that they never did was give up on each other. Mm-hmm. And within our generation now, that's the first thing they do. If any issue comes up, they're ready to give up. <laughs> and it's me. It depends on, but here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Like I said, with me, cheating is one of my. If you cheat, and see, let me clear something up. Let me, let me clear something up real quick. Mm-hmm. I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat while we were going through our issues. I never slept with nobody else. I never had a baby on the way, nothing crazy like that. It was literally just the entertainment of other people. That's simply what it was. And a few other things. But it didn't, you know, it didn't go to the extent of what I'm saying. Am I right or wrong? 
Continue. No, am I right or wrong? Okay. You didn't say yes or no. <laughs> well, I guess the thing that I'm not also mentioning is the fact that according not even according to you, but when you brought this up, it was just like, well, damn, why why am I mad? Oh, about we the timeline of our relationship. If we weren't official. Which it was, it was a hard statement, but it was true. That was his excuse. We weren't official. So that was another dagger. Um, I mean, that's how I took it. I mean, I get it, but you can take it that way, but it was an honest statement. I didn't... I didn't do this in the midst of like right now if I jumped up and went on a trip with somebody or something no, like that. No, no, no. That's I, totally I different it. from then that time period. And if you ask anybody, not that we need to, mm-hmm. they would say the same thing. Well, technically he's telling the truth. Yeah, y'all were talking, but y'all weren't together. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't he wasn't wrong. He may have been wrong they didn't tell you or whatever, give you that, you know, leeway. But you know. Being on the hillside of things. Okay. You're just going to say, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Moving past that. So, but this kind of wrap up part of this episode. I just think that some people need to hear those stories because it tells about the strength of partners. And it tells about that, let's say, that whole building block of friendship. Because if you didn't have that baseline of what we had built as far as the vibe and the chemistry and all that, you wouldn't even thought twice about being on about your way. Right or wrong? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and like I say, even though it wasn't that bad, it was bad. Because a lot of things didn't have to happen the way they did. But it is what it is. Because look where we at now. And child, <laughs> I come home every day with a different mindset too. So yeah, it's a lot of things that were affected in that little journey of things. But... Um. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm gonna kind of leave it alone. Do you think, without those scenarios, that you would have been in this place of the relationship? I think I would have reached this moment a long time ago. Why do you say that? Because. Do you mean like? If those things were happening and I never knew, mm-hmm. or those things just never occurred at all. They never occurred. If they never occurred, then yeah, I would have been. Or if they would have occurred further down the line. So I guess that's me asking the question of would you rather it back then or now? Where I am right now. It would probably hurt more if where I am right now. So, here's my thing. Um, one thing we're kind of leaving out is that we had to have some honest conversations. And what I mean by that, sure, checking up and all that foolishness, whatever, I don't care. But when you agree to stay with somebody, let's say through their indiscretions and whatever, um, one thing that we have to understand as people is if you agree to stay with someone, you have to learn to let that go. Let whatever it was that happened go. Because here's what's going to happen. It's going to fog up whatever you're trying to grow into moving forward. Y'all, I used to just make jokes about it. No, you used to do it and... out of hurt. 
My feelings was kind of hurt. But I did used to make jokes about it because it'd be, it'd be funny sometimes. But I think the moment where, because I had never, you, you don't go off on nobody. You don't yell. You don't, you're not confrontational at all. But in that moment, after that last joke I made, and you snapped, I was like, all right, I'm trying to let it go. Because my thing is, my thing with this is, uh-huh. at what point are we going to grow fast if you're talking about continuous relationship? Because that's always going to be But I guess, bad. like, in that moment, I just thought that we both was just making, turning the hurt into humor. But now that I know that's, that's unhealthy, it's like, okay, well, right, let it go. Right, because you have to think. There's a lot of things I had to grow up with. I had to grow up a lot, personally, um, and make some changes. So, with all of that being done, when you make jokes or make comments and stuff like that about those same scenarios that I've grew past, Mm -hmm. and I'm no longer involved in stuff like that, it's like a slap in the face. Because how how do you expect me to be... progression, and that's like... That's like you getting an A in a class or getting an A on the test and they still say, well, you got an F last week, remember? Mm-hmm. Remember? Remember? Yeah, it's like, God, dog, I'm I'm an A student now. Like, what you talking about? That was last year. But that that's just our story. I know we way, way off topic. We probably ain't on nothing about <laughs> untraditional dating. But guess what? That is a form of untraditional dating because... It's untraditional to this generation. It's untraditional to... Continue a relationship and grow with somebody through the pain. Mm -hmm. That is untraditional in this generation of dating. Mm -hmm. So that is... We we weren't completely off, guys. I know you're listening probably like, what is they talking about? But, yeah. um, That's really all I have for it. I mean, again, like I always say, I appreciate you for coming on. And I know... That story is always told to different masses, but I mean, the more I talk about it, the more comfortable I get with it, too. It I look at it as... like the old couple that's been married for years. And they talk about things and laugh about it. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot to get to that point, I think. Yeah, the, sh- the, the stuff ain't happened overnight. <laughs> no, it didn't. And that just shows how much growth you can have with one person mm-hmm. if you're willing to work on it, so... Yeah, to all my old head couples out there, man. I see what y'all going through. Loving ain't easy. Show ain't. And it's uh it's hard work every day. And if you ain't willing to put in the work, both parties, it will never work. I agree. It's all about progression, man. You know, my wonderful phrase will keep pushing forward, but um <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm listening. If it ever happened again, that's it. All right, y'all. Because here you go. Cool. <laughs> I don't even, my phone don't even work. the phone be dry. Uh, oh, yeah, they do hate you. I don't care. For sure. That's cool. You're probably listening to Absolutely. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, Got a couple announcements of things that will be coming up soon on this lovely podcast we will be moving back to youtube soon um working on i don't know if most of y'all know but we originally started on youtube Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) in the downstairs area 
with a table and a cloth and stickers. some stickers on the wall, you know. So it's been a hell of a journey. But um, we will be moving to YouTube soon, so be on the lookout for that. And also, um, we will be having some new segments on this podcast, working on some things in the background to try to get y'all a little bit more entertainment from some different voices that you're used to hearing. I'm going to just leave it like that. Um, <laughs> so, working on some things. And again, I appreciate everybody that tunes in on a weekly basis. I will say this is not an easy thing. I have my days. So, but I, I genuinely appreciate the people that have been along this journey with me as guests, along this journey as people who have even given in input, um, given topics and stuff like that. And even people who have listened, even the people who have worked with me in the past of being on this podcast, I appreciate everybody because you're a part of the journey of how Bring Your Honest podcast has grown. Yep. I even appreciate um, the RWR live team up from Pensacola and Fort Myers. I think it's Fort Myers. Walton. Fort Walton Beach area for giving us opportunity to be on their, you know, platform. So, appreciate everybody. Like I said, we're still growing and still going and with the Lord help, we will continue to grow and grow into something different and something that can be sustained. So, that's just giving my flowers out to everybody, the listeners, the people who have been in the background, the people who think they didn't have any input and any impact. All of y'all are important to me and I appreciate every piece of y'all. So this has been another wonderful episode of the Brooklyn Honest Podcast, season five, episode three. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Shavante. And make sure y'all check us out every Tuesday from six to seven central time on the RWR Live 365 app. And also, you can find us on all major streaming apps that you listen to your podcast on at the Brutally Honest Podcast. Y'all be safe, be blessed, and catch y'all next time.